folks, welcome back to a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight. We're all the way up to 197. This is a very special March Madness edition. I'm your host, Degenerate Al, joined by DJ Supreme, Maniac, and show sponsor, Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? The place to buy a case. And guys, what a beautiful Wednesday afternoon here in Buffalo to talk about some Buffalo Bracket and March Madness. Most definitely, Al. There was a smell back in the air today. That's guys. I know it was warm this past weekend, but today was the first time I actually walked outside and you could smell the activity, the brewing, the appetizer that is spring. With everything moving in the right direction and these sports on full throttle, can't wait for it, Supreme. That's right. I, and I would argue that there were two different smells. There was the springtime rain smell in the morning. Yeah. And now you get the the 70-plus degree day late afternoon smell, uh, both elite smells in my book. And there's nothing quite like shorts weather in Buffalo, New York. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Walked outside in shorts today. But yeah, definitely that muggy, humid smell a little bit in the morning. But Supreme, let's get right into it. The Buffalo Bracket, sponsored by Outlet Liquor, is off to a hot start. And let's talk about the first four. I thought we had some very interesting matchups. We had Howard Simon picking the Bills taking on the Buffalo Chop House, and then you had Cami Clune taking on Brighton Eggert Pharmacy. And what people thought, and we thought a little bit of a bigger upset was definitely Brighton Eggert moving on to the next round, Maniac. Yeah, and it was crazy because Cami actually got behind it about halfway through. She was a little confused at first. Her first what? reaction was, uh, I'm against the pharmacy, which I think is a natural Wait, reaction huh? that anyone would have. Uh, but... With that said, she just couldn't get any traction going. And all of a sudden, that morning of that matchup, basically crunch time, you know, second half, couple of minutes to go, you just see quote tweet after quote tweet coming in for Brighton Eggert. So they must have been on the phones. They must have been working. And I appreciate it. Some people get, like, upset that this wasn't better than this. If you're putting in the time and you're putting in the activity and the honor committee is on full throttle, we got the watchful eyes everywhere. More power to you. Congrats to some of these squads. Real quick, Maniac, where and Sleep, where, where, Supreme, where did these quote tweets come from? They just like bang, 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 Man, bang. There were a lot. There was right. almost like they were in like a 20-person group. I'm sorry, Supreme. Go ahead. No, no, no worries. They, it, it, it was exactly like that, and the matchup was very tight heading into the first night. Uh, but, yes, right in the, in the next morning, you're seeing quote tweet after quote tweet. I'm wondering – who, you know, which employee perhaps of Brighton Eggert Pharmacy caught wind of this might have been sending around in a group chat. Uh, but it was it was an exciting matchup. It was it was entertaining to see Cami Kuhn's reaction of just pure disbelief and confusion. Um, but, you know, better luck to her next year. I also was e equally amused as Howard Simon in classic old man Howard form. Yep. He's like, why do I have to compete against the chop house? I love the chop house. I would... I would definitely pick the chop house over myself. And then <laughs> he steamrolls the chop house, you know, with, with him and then the novelty behind picking the bills. You know, I, I guess there was no, no surprise there on my part. El, what did you think? If, back to the Brighton Eggert pharmacy. It looked like it was hip hop karaoke getting involved there a little bit. I'm pretty sure I saw what DJ Lil Gab get involved. And then I don't know, maybe it was some of her crew and posse, but. Were you yeah. pushing for them to be in the bracket without knowing that they're like involved there? 100% I had no idea anyone would be involved. 
I thought you knew this the whole time. No, no. I'm like, be careful putting Bright Naggard in there. When I texted the Wrecking Crew chat that day, I was actually, I kind of wanted to be a little bit sarcastic at the same time. It was, that was a real selection of mine at, over the course of the year that we just went through. And the people that needed to get rapid tests and results real quick, like myself, to be able to participate in a big AFC championship weekend. My favorite thing, we can dwell on these matchups forever, obviously. My favorite thing, though, is when she reacted like, what's happening here? And someone, like, interpreted that as, like, her, like, being upset at losing. And they're like, you're just up against rapid testing. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, and then what did that guy tweet back <laughs> at her? He said something like that. Like, yeah, I was just, that was awesome. And, yeah, you're right, uh, DJ Supreme Classic Howard, quote, tweeting about Chop House. And now he's bugging out against a big matchup coming up next against the 11-day power play. That's right. We got that coming up. I believe tomorrow in the polls yep. uh it's you know the second half of the bracket is certainly heating up as we originally predicted but i think it might be time to get into the recap of the north towns region what do you say oh yeah let's wrap it north towns region let's get into it right now this is you know obviously you got number one seed chicken wings here lack of traffic it didn't not this is what you call chalk city Maniac, a lot of favorites moving on here. It looks like what one upset, one upset. I mean, just absolutely certain. And, and this is why it's such a fun balance. If, if the if the favorites don't win, people are upset. If the underdogs don't win, people are upset. That's the Buffalo bracket in a nutshell. And that's what I was. I mean, you had people. The only upset I would say that was the one people were most upset about. Yep, ten seed Lloyd knocking off Griselda records. It's. One of the early indications that show, you know, the, which accounts or which followings interact with the Buffalo bracket and how that can accentuate things or, or, or effectuate change rather within the performance of each team in the bracket. Lloyd was all over the coverage and promoting themselves yep. and getting into side arguments, you know, being the pompous sort of, you know, condescending account that they are. I was really pulling for a big Griselda retweet on this one because Benny the Butcher dropped one of the albums of the year the same day that this poll comes out. So he's they're, they're riding a high right now as one of the most relevant record labels in music, not just hip-hop. Uh, but, yeah, certainly a, a big upset, you know, and not, not a small margin of victory for Lloyd either. El, what did you see here? I mean, what did I see here? Once again, I mean, a lot of favorites, no really shocking surprises to me. Like you said, Lloyd got it done when it comes to being able to Put out the retweets, the comments, you know, interacting with Meerkat and things like that. So this is this is the side of the bracket where there was really nothing shocking. But you had some big time matchups with you know Ted's Sponge Candy, Duff's, Tim Hortons, but still every favorite pretty much moves through in this region. And for folks tuning in to the Buffalo bracket for the third season now, uh, third year that we've been doing the bracket, they might not know that Ted's was a Final Four participant last year. I mean, they had an incredible run, and incredible. I thought that this was a juicy 5-12 matchup with Sponge Candy because it's another elite thing about Buffalo. When you think about Buffalo, you know, Sponge Candy goes hand-in-hand hand with that. Uh, but, but Ted's Hot Dogs dominated them. It was a 70-30 to 30 polling. It was never really close right out of the gates. Ted's was running away with it, and that's what they continued to do. But, yes, a little bit of a King State King situation for Chicken Wings. It'll be interesting to see how they fare, how Duff's fares against Chicken Wings, what they're most known for in the second round. Outdoor dining, another dominant performance there, and lack of traffic. Cleaned up Savoy Sundays, you know, it was no issue. I think we have a 
Maybe maybe it was chalk in the first round, Maniac. But in the second round, it looks like there's going to be a lot more excitement, maybe some tighter matchups. Yeah, this is where, you know, the it's a un, uh, unstoppable object or whatever it is, meets an immovable force, whatever the hell it means. I mean, <laughs> you're getting to the grind. Here's my three takeaways. Chalk City, exactly like Al said. Um, at the end of the day, I would say that the biggest thing is Tim Horton's stock may have never been lower than it, it is right now in the past five years. Is that is that a fair take? I mean, Tim Hortons has been in this uh, bracket, but they haven't been able to make any noise. And as far as Griselda against Lloyd, it was exactly like you guys say. You're going to see a common theme in this bracket. If you get involved and you, and you try and make some noise, odds are you're going to win. If Griselda had made any noise, they would have won. But just to be fair, when the committee was putting together this whole thing, you know, a, th- a, a topic of multiple or multiple discussions, I guess I would say, was that so-and-so, nobody knows blank when we were talking about a potential candidate for the bracket. And there were a lot of people who said they didn't know what Griselda was, which was kind of surprising to me. I feel I think people in Buffalo take a lot of pride in things from Buffalo, so I think we kind of assume that. But my take from it is that going in the future, that shouldn't be something that deters us from putting somebody in the bracket, is that we're worried that people might not know them. Because if they've had yeah. a year, they've had a year, and they belong in the bracket. Yep, cannot agree more. Agree. When I'm looking at the rest of this North Towns region here, Lloyd, once again, upset city could definitely make some noise against the two seed if they get involved on social media again. Elmo's, Joe Licata, where are you at? Is Elmo's going to give it the retweet against Outdoor Dining? That's a diehard chicken wing place, you know, here in Western. No New Outdoor York. Dining at Elmo's either, so it's the perfect matchup. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's very dark, not yeah. a lot of lights in there, complete opposite of Outdoor Dining. Um, obviously, Chicken Wings is going to move on, and yeah, Ted's Cup and Sharp Pepperoni going to be a great matchup. I would be remiss not to plug Wing Reviews Season 3 where Chicken Wings and Elmo's will be combining. That's all I got to say, Supreme. That's right. More, Much more to come as we just launched our first episode of Season 3, the hot season, this past Friday. Keep it locked to Trainwreck Sports. And at Wing Reviews, if you don't follow them already, with a little Z. shameless plug there with the Z. And, you know, a big shout-out to our good friend, UB Naked Guy, for for – all the edits and all the production quality that he's adding to this season. Real uh, great point. Truly this wouldn't come out without him. him. Sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry. He is killing it. UBNG. Kyle, uh, Kyle Yagielski. Tuba as they call him back at UB, but uh, can't spell tuba without UB. I just realized that. But uh, Elliot Whitaker. I mean, we'd be a little bit remiss not to at least chime in 15 seconds on this chicken wings versus Duff's. This matchup essentially takes away Duff's strongest asset. And that's what happens when you run into a 1-8. I mean, you rarely see an upset in that position, boys. It's not always like, you know, Illinois, Loyola, Chicago. But any thoughts on that before we move on to uh, another section? I'll let Supreme go here. I think it's just a tough draw for Duffs. Yeah, taking away their superpower, if you will. But Duffs, I mean, Duffs is known for other things. I've heard that their pizza there is very good. Um, tried it once or twice, I'd have to agree. You know, I love their the french fries that they serve up. And... They have multiple locations. Everybody, everybody knows Duff's. Plus, we got to give a tip of the hat to Duff's for being the ground zero for the beginning of the quest for the perfect wing maniac with with Wing King back in uh, at the beginning of our first season of Wing Reviews. So we we would truly be nowhere in Wing Reviews without Duff's. So holds a special place in my heart. We'd be crazy not to mention that. And yeah, I mean, let's face it; it's going to be very interesting to see how that breaks down. I think the chicken wings. Will roll, but Duff's is no pushover, just like a lot of other teams in this bracket. No doubt. So what do you say, boys? We'll kick it over to the Niagara front. <coughs> yeah, give it a boot. 
<laughs> and, and you know exactly what I'm going to bring up first when you go to the screen. Real um, quick, we were catching some flack for, for certain places being in a different uh, region, but that's what happens. Sometimes, you know, a team in the East plays in the West. Sometimes a team in the North plays in the South region. That's just what happens. Yeah, if you're especially if you're a lower seed, you're not going to just because, you know, you're cute, you're not going to play in the Northeast every every single friggin' you know, NCAA tournament. So, um, but yeah, looking at this region, the Niagara Frontier region, <sighs> Buff Creek, Buff Creek. It's just, it's another disappointing performance, and it really wasn't that close. I don't think. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was like in the mid six. I think Broadway Market got around sixty five to seventy percent, um, which was kind of shocking to me. I thought we had a very big, you know, Buff Creek. Um, you know, degenerate, dark gambling uh, following. So, yeah, I was really stunned to see that upset in the 512. I really thought this was the year that, you know, Buff Creek would move on, um, at least get to the round of through 32 or Sweet 16. But, yeah, once again, Buff Creek, not a good showing. Nope. Buff Creek was uh, first four out last year as well. Uh, they did perform a little bit better against Broadway Market than they performed against Lake Erie Sunsets last year in the first four, but yes, it was 63-37 uh, upset the 12-seed uh, Broadway market over 5-seed Buff Creek, and yes, I mean, it, it was even, you know, it was an even wider margin of victory for Gabriel's Gate against the Dart yeah. in its first appearance. I mean, if you're, it, folks, if you're not following the Dart on Degenerate Danger Zone, I mean, the the, the thing is a money machine. And what is, what are they at? What is it? Lemire is at, what? It's at 10 in a row. It's over 20 units. And I'm pretty sure it's like 38 games above 500. That is just it's an investment plan. Yeah. Throw out your 401ks and follow the chart. It's it, phenomenal. It, it was absolutely crazy. But yes, I, I mean, it was Chalk City in the North Towns region for the first round. Niagara Frontier region was upset city, practically. Almost half of the matchups were upsets, yep. as you can see. The 12 upsetting the five with Broadway market over Buff Creek. And then you had local golf courses as a 10 upsetting the seven seed Seneca one tower. Uh, and not, not the biggest upset. I know it was an eight, nine matchup, but nine seed beef on WEC, uh, 55, 45 victory over Jim's stakeout. Um, Maniac, did anything jump out to you here? What was the biggest surprise for you? You know, outside of, you know, maybe Broadway, the, the Buff Creek dart, did anything jump out at you in this round? Well, yeah, I was surprised that the dart went home. I know Gabriel's Gate is an entity, and you know, obviously we reviewed him on Wing Reviews. They have a top-tier wing in Buffalo, I would say, based on the opinions of many. Um, but, yeah, you see a couple of obvious things. I think Beef on Weck versus Jim's Stakeout was kind of a rollover matchup for them. People just don't support Jim's. You, put a, you get a lot of alcohol in people, maybe they'll get a little bit more support for Jim's. Seneca One Tower going home to local golf courses. I don't even know if Seneca and Sean's disappointed. I mean, he loves golfing. So, I mean, I know he loves both those. He loves Seneca and Tower. They're over at Hotel Henry now. They're going crazy. Uh, I guess I would just say, uh, you know, the, this 3-6 is going to be interesting. Chavetta's great place to raise a family. I think that's going to be a very interesting matchup. I think Chavetta's is a little bit easier to get passionate about than raising a family over the past year. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and when it comes to uh, Seneca One Tower and local golf courses, I did vote Seneca One. Um, I, oh, I, you're not I, a golf guy. I mean that that is true, but I just Seneca Seneca One Tower just hasn't. It's just tough with the year of COVID that they had. Wait, let's give that another year, and that could be even a potentially higher seed next year 
making it farther when it comes to their outdoor activities and the things that Sean and that and uh, Douglas have planned down there. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, I, it's been incredible. Buffalo Blue Jays potentially another year. Yeah. COVID trending yeah. in the right direction for right hey, now. And what the, what, the, what, what the hell is the Broadway market? Broadway market. I'm serious. Says someone on the selection Bruce. committee. <laughs> hey, I didn't uh, know who Cami Cole was market, at first. That's true. But the Broadway market is located over on the east side of Buffalo. It's sort of a staple, you know, with, with the uh, Polish and Italian community. It's something that's been around for a very long time. And as far as the Broadway market, it's it seems to be a hot it, – it, it doesn't seem to be. It is a hot place to go during this time of year with, with Easter coming up. You know, it's a, it's almost like a pilgrimage to most people, maybe more of like our parents' generation, but, you know, a lot of folks our age too, you know, it's, it's a, it's a cornerstone of Dingus Day as well um, for those festivities when, when those are full go. So I, I wasn't surprised, I guess, to see the Broadway market win because they kind of got lucky with time of year and it being top of mind. I've heard several people um, make recent trips to the Broadway market. Um but I was surprised to see that it that it won convincingly over something like Buff Creek, which you know, with our our rabid fan base of of gamblers and the loosened restrictions this year, plus it being somewhere you could go in a year of COVID, um, I was I was surprised to see the margin of victory, not necessarily the victory itself. Okay, yeah, and it was it was pretty big, and obviously I know Tybee's upset with me right now, but you know. <laughs> Blasphemous. Shit happens. But, yeah, I mean, looking at the, the futures for this region, it looks to me like all chalk should move forward into the Sweet 16. I mean, Maniac, what do you see as a potential? Do you see any potential up to upsets, you know, moving into the Sweet 16? I mean, any I, like any place that has a cult following could get, could get hot. Broadway Market, if they start using some bright Negret pharmacy tactics, you never know. Uh, <laughs> local golf, a lot of people are pumped up about golf right now. That's all I got to say. I was at the course this past weekend. It was there were people in front of me, there were people behind me. It was a full full house. Danny Tanner, Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey, cut it out. But with that said, if I'm looking at an upset. Don't look away from beef on whack Bill's home playoff games. That's all oh, I'm saying. That's oh. all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm just oh. saying beef on whack people. They tend to be quiet and they tend to be voters. That's all I'm going to say. Let's not forget yeah. last year when beef on whack times they won a, a 5,000 vote battle. That's all I'm going to say. That is true. I, I just, man, I'll have to disagree with you on that one respectfully. Seeing Bill's home playoff games, 97 to 3. I didn't predict it. I just said it's not going to be a roll. It's not going to be a roll for, for, for BHPG. No, it, it certainly won't be that type of victory for, for the Bills' home playoff games. But, you know, for a generation worth of, of folks like us, yeah, where it's it was the first time, and, and with you two, I mean, you were lucky enough to be there in person uh, for that Baltimore game. I mean, I can't imagine how much more special it would have been to be there in person for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it'll be a tighter margin of victory, but I see the bills rolling on here. I think Chevetta's realistically looks like the upset potential out of the Niagara frontier region for this second round. Speaking of putting respect on the name, which you told me to do with the bills home playoff games real quick, the dart goes home. If you had started the darts current 10 game winning streak with $10 and let it ride every time they haven't been straight bets all the time. There was one minus 300 in there. You'd have three thousand dollars. That's wow. it. 
free wow. money. Oh, wow. It really is insane to think about that. And it's the run yeah. that things made. We're over 200 days now of Meerkat putting up that dart and content. What do we got tonight? Bucks. Bucks minus six versus Celtics. Get on it. It's free money. Yeah. The the Bucks are coming off of what a blowout of the Pacers of almost 30 points. So, you know, and every time Meerkat says, I don't like this pick, hey. Cruises. Cruise. Exactly. Love that. So, uh, Supreme, are we doing a quick sneak peek of another region? Yes. And I, I'm going to bring it back to us here as we give a little bit of a look ahead. I know some of the matchups over in the South Towns region are complete, including our biggest matchup of all time. Well, second biggest of all time, but the Macy's Place transit <coughs> drive-in battle that happened about over the roughly the past 24 hours. The amount of interaction, the amount of, of comments and takes that we got out of that matchup. I mean, you saw... You saw Macy's place. I think they were the first pe first person to retweet the poll. They were all over it. Yep. But then the transit drive-in rallies, not just their Twitter following, but also their Facebook following over to Twitter to vote for them. You know, clearly upset about what happened against Beef on Weck last, last year. And wanted to vie for their first ever victory in the Buffalo bracket. Did so by a 55-45 margin, over 2,500 votes cast. Um, things were spirited. I mean, did I see that the transit drive-in referred to Macy's place as a glorified pizza hut? Uh, that's what I had to say. Oh, I think it was glorified Domino's. I think it was glorified no, Domino's. It, it was? Yeah. Oh my God. That's no. even more disrespectful. Yes. Uh, I don't know what to say. Um, what, something I will say is if they have this big of a following on all these different social media platforms, they can make a run. I mean, you saw what they did last year with the amount of votes. You saw what they did this year in the first round against what we consider a social media powerhouse in Macy's Pizza with the content they put up on Twitter and Instagram and all that. And, um, I mean, obviously last year that was Macy's big blowout year, right? I mean, that's when, you know, it was Geary and, you know, MLJ tweeting about it every other day, honestly. Um, so maybe it's maybe the hype's gone down a little bit, but it's still one of the top places, you know, in, in Western New York and Cheek to Vegas. Um, but yeah, I mean, just throwing shots at Macy's like that. We'll see. I mean, transit driving, they could go on a sneaky little run. I mean, it's, I don't know what their next round matchup is. I know Supreme will show us that next, but yeah, look out for transit driving. They have a big following. They put up a lot of votes, you know, we'll see what happens. Two things. We threw a lot of shade at them in our pre-talks. We thought Macy's was going to roll, but yeah, they were on it. After it was posted, they weren't on it before Macy's because Macy's was right on it, but they were on it after it was posted. They were on it yesterday afternoon. They were on it yesterday night, and they were on it this morning. Macy's was not on it yesterday night and yesterday morning. So everyone can cry foul. And there were quote tweets. Two things. There were quote tweets out the wazoo for transit driving that I saw. Yep. The honor committee made sure that this match was good. And this matchup had half the votes of the first round matchup, less than half the votes of the first round matchup. So I saw some people crying foul. But there was absolutely nothing in the matchup trajectory that showed that any amount of votes were ever purchased. And we're going to keep an eye out, and we're going to have more people looking because, believe me, we have no shortage of personnel at Trainwreck, and we have no shortage of debauchery to get it. We will protect this bracket at all costs. Oh, yeah. If you think you're going to buy a vote, you, buy, you get caught buying a vote in this bracket, you're never in it again. 
you're never in it. It's not just you're out for the year. You are never in it again. The way that when you're when you're if anyone's thinking about any nonsense, because we have eyes on, but just to be clear, there were never any more surge of more than a hundred or fifty to a hundred votes over an hour to two hours in that matchup. It was pretty steady the whole time. Wouldn't you agree, Supreme? I would agree. And I would I too, I mean, we we take you know our, our integrity of the bracket very seriously after what happened last year, especially. Um, so yes, if you're, if you're caught buying votes, it's a lifetime ban from the Buffalo bracket, uh, transit drive-in basically what, what happened was they rallied Twitter. And then shortly after that, they rallied Facebook. They have a strong following in both places clearly as, you know, knocking off Macy's as a five, you know, transit yeah. drive-in being a 12. It was, you know, it was very close for a while until Facebook got involved, but Yes. If the I mean, Macy's account tweets out last night and this morning, they would have won. I believe Pretty it. Pretty confident. I believe it. And as far as the next round matchup, sort of a look ahead, it's too close or it's it's too early to say for sure who will be going up against transit driving in the second round for the South Towns region. But the way that things are shaping up right now, it looks like another upset. Sabres Twitter as a 13 seed could be facing off against transit driving oh. as a 12 for a social media supernova. And I think for wow. Sabres Twitter, I think Dwayne put it the best. Uh, you know, you go follow Two Goalies, One Mike, and Crossing Swords for all of our Sabres content and go over to our T Public store to get yourself some nice merch if you'd like. But Dwayne put it perfectly. <laughs> hey, if Twitter, if the Sabres can't win a game, at least the Sabres Twitter can win these games. And uh, yeah. It's a, it's it's looking like a big upset. The last time I looked was fifty nine forty one Sabers Twitter with nearly a thousand votes cast. So it's not too late to change things if you're Niagara Falls. But it looked like maniac. I know you were you were dogging. You were very critical of Niagara Falls being a force. Oh seed. yeah, I love pulling back the curtain here. I was totally thinking this is completely overseen, and they're holding their own. I I already stand corrected. Even if Sabers Twitter moves on. Niagara Falls has their sports. I thought it was a down year for Niagara Falls, just to be clear. I hadn't thought about it once now. Again, I'm not everybody. So that's just what this Buffalo bracket proves is that there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people thinking different things now. Yeah, and uh, Sabres tonight, once again, I think the Penguins are a (laughs) minus 300 favorite. 8 p.m. game, too, doing us a favor there. Wait, it's an 8 o'clocker? Yeah. Wow. Holy jeez, it's an 8 o'clocker. Terrible. The Penguins are minus 305 right now, according to the Buff Creek website. Ooh, I mean, they've lost, what, 13, 14 in a row. What's the NHL record? Like 18-ish around there. I mean, we could break a serious record, the Buffalo Sabres this year. Especially, I mean, so. Maybe, maybe potentially our own record with that. I mean, after the tank year. It's, just, it's so sad. And that terribleness has only strengthened Sabres Twitter. As Sabres, as the Sabres grow weaker, Sabres Twitter grows stronger. That is true. That's going to be such a great matchup, though. I can't and, wait. And Maniac's hair grows longer. Oh, God. So, yes. And, I think- Al said before the season, if they lost 10 in a row, I could cut it. <laughs> he did. We got it on tape. I think we're going to have to go to the integrity committee on that one as yeah, well. Yeah, we will. Yes. I mean, much, much more to look forward to in the South Towns region. Uh, we haven't even started polling for the Southern Tier region yet, but lots of exciting matchups coming up over the next couple of days as we wrap up the first round here of the Buffalo Bracket. We have well over 20,000 votes cast, so thank you to all of you tuning in for voting. Uh, share share with everyone we know. I mean, we, we really want to get to the bottom of 
what the best thing in Buffalo was for the year that was. And, you know, it's, it's been so much fun to follow, to see all the interaction, to see all the differences in opinion, you know, and, and just to show how spirited people are about the many great things that Buffalo has to offer. Cause it's not just 68 things like we had in our bracket. It's yeah. way more than that. And tip of the cap to Perry's ice cream for, for vying as a candidate for the 2022 Buffalo bracket Perry's, we see you and we will be listening and we will factor you in accordingly as we uh, select next year's bracket. I'm not against Perry's, but I'm just going to go on record. I'm not a stampede Sunday guy. Well, you know what, for me, you know what, for Perry's ice cream, I can't eat it anymore. My cholesterol is too high. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll lead the charge on Perry's. I mean, I, I love them. They're, they're as, they are as Buffalo as it gets. It was a major oversight by the committee this year. Uh, it happens. But yeah, yeah, it's happened year after year. So, Perry's, thank you for your interaction. That will be will be factored in next year. I think right. that, that, that might wrap it up for our Buffalo bracket talk. What other, what else is? Oh there? my gosh! Talk what? about putting a bow on it. What what else is going on, boys? What, else, good? what else is going on? You had March Madness kick off last weekend. You got Sweet 16, Elite Eight this weekend. Then you roll into next week, or the following week, which is MLB opening day. And then the following week, Masters. This is a prime time sports time. People argue it's the best time. End of March, early April with Masters, MLB, March Madness. So I'm fired up. And I hate to say it, once again, Maniac's Cuse. Is in the sweet Arcus. Arcus make another run. Al's Cuse. Uh, Al Al Al's Arcus. It is producer. Not make sure the producer. Cuse. Yeah, make sure the uh, producer gets the clip of Al on the sideline at Cuse uh, up for this one because that's Al's Cuse. Everybody knows Al loves Cuse. There's that, there's there's one B behind the Bulls. One A. Was that what you sent? Did you send me that picture of that assistant? <laughs> Well, I found it back in the day. It's it's crazy. I couldn't believe you got an assistant job with uh, Cuse. That was sick. Yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty good run. Uh, had a great time doing that. Most definitely, March Madness has been good. Uh, you know, some crazy uh, local news, obviously, because everybody's be uh, careful, be careful, and be considerate out there. I would say COVID's winding down, but uh, let's not get uh, too crazy too quick, right? No, especially with these. I mean, I think today, I mean, don't quote me, you know, Aaron, don't call me Aaron Mankowski, but was today the first 70 degree day? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's time. I mean, you can tell it's, it's heating up. I know we got some cooler temperatures next week. I hope master's week is beautiful. Uh, so we can do some outside grilling for that, but no, it's just definitely, it's a good time. Let's get out of this winter and, you know, cold weather and, you know, move on with the spring and summer and get some, you know, good action and sports coming up. Al, things are heating up. Supreme, he says we've got sports coming up. Should we just should we just let our fans in the know? Should we just let them know? The train has been rolling. The train has been rolling. Shout out to this one. Shout out to Outlet Liquor sponsoring this episode. Can't plug enough. The place to buy a case. Got a bunch of other local businesses. Again, as 2021 ramps up, people are saying people always the, the overused phrase you're gonna be hearing the next three to six months, return to normalcy, yada yada. But people are pumped up. People are ready to get going in the Q3, Q4 of 2021. Trainwreck Sports is not going to wait. We're not going to wait to heat it up. We're not going to wait for that action. Fans of Trainwreck Sports, they love competition. Fans of Trainwreck Sports, they love horseplay. And fans of Trainwreck Sports love trash talk. And we've got all that and much more 
in the Labatt Blue Papa Shada Palooza. After years and years of podcasting, hosting live events, drinking our favorite beer, Labatt Blue, we are proud to announce that we have partnered with them. Trainwreck Sports presents Labatt Blue Papa Shot of Palooza. Amess the madness. We've got all your favorite Degenerate Ale, Buffalo Food Slut, new producers on the train, Rob Ryan, producer Don, and Meerkat looking to earn their keep. We've got Supreme. We've got Producer Burrs competing. Producer Burrs, whether he's competing and beat the champ, whether he's taking on Geary at Bobolinks, you know he is bringing the heat. We have some of the top personas and athletes in Western New York doing battle for the right to be called Buffalo's Papa Shot champion. Again, presented by Labatt Blue. Some of our competitors, 26 shirts. We got JDH repping. We got everything Buffalo. Again, Buffalo Flutes, like you name the brand, they were there. All these parties competing for one prize, guys, and that is the Labatt Blue Cup, a prize and bragging rights all in one, as well as a prize pack from our friends, Labatt Blue. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, that video just fired me up. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for this. I mean, the competition and train wreck sports go hand in hand. I mean, we're doing it with the Buffalo bracket right now, and it's going to be coming out soon, but the Labatt Blue Papa Shot of Palooza, you know, I, I, a lot of exciting matchups, a lot of big personalities involved, as you said, Maniac. But really, I, I mean, you know, to be a contestant in it, to have a shot at, at the Cup, the first ever, uh, it's really exciting stuff, Al. Got to love these brands. Sorry, but before I let Al get uh, – because what I want to get from Al, first-round matchup, Al versus Buffalo Futsal. I know he wasn't excited when he saw this in the bracket. Well, what, what's your thought going into that first-round matchup? I had everything to lose and nothing to gain. Uh, you know, it's a big rivalry there. Um, you know, we've been, you know, going at each other for a long time now over the past few months. And uh, I wasn't able to meet her in person at the first time at Seneca One Tower. So I was nervous walking into that matchup. Um, it wasn't a fun matchup. Didn't want to see it. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see how that one plays out. Most definitely. And of course we have Supreme Robin. Supreme basketball background. Tell me a little bit. Uh, no basketball, no, no formal basketball background. Um, I was a hockey uh, player growing up. So hockey season, basketball season always conflict with one another. Um, but, you know, I, I growing up, I had a uh, basketball hoop in the backyard. So a lot of two on two, three on three games being played um, just off of Young's road. And, you know, sort of hone my skills that way. And, you know, I, 
I guess I'm sort of hoping to leverage that and pull from the past as we move into the future here to have success. But yeah, a lot of respect, you know, interested to see how things shake out against uh, head on show over at Justition, Maddie, uh, big shout out to the boys. You know, usually we like working with them instead of competing against them, but got to defend train wrecks on it. Right. Yeah. But all we do is beat them when we play them and stuff. So it doesn't, it's, we have it's made kind point. of a business out of, out of beating JD Edge and can't wait to see what happens again. We have 16 of the top competitors across Western New York, whether by skill or by will, they are playing for the Labatt Blue Cup in the Labatt Blue Papa Shada Palooza coming this weekend to Trainwreck Sports. So obviously keep an eye out because yep. that's going to be H-U-G-E. Huge. You want how many huges on a shirt? Or is it, what did Del Reed say? <laughs> 15 U's? <laughs> oh, we, well, oh, way, I'm really good at this. Probably should have done that about four minutes ago. Oh, yes. Cheers, man. Enjoy responsibly. And we'd be remiss if we didn't send a big shout out and a big thank you over to Del Reed for uh, yeah. letting us set up at their new headquarters um, for 26 shirts to do the filming and host the competition for the uh, – for the Papa Shot of Palooza. So big thank 20, you. 26 shirts arena. That's right. That place is beautiful. High ceilings. It's a really good environment. It's kind of warm in there at points. Got to dress appropriately, but yeah, definitely a great place to, for a Papa Shot. And you can rant about it for, you know, days on end, but you, you play a game with Papa Shot, anything can happen. It's about endurance. It's about that mental will when you miss a couple shots, and it's about finding that groove, getting in uh, a rhythm. Yeah, it's, and it's the fans around you, too. It's a, Yeah, you're right. It's a crazy environment. You can get, you know, people can get in your head very quickly. So, <laughs> got to stay composed. No one better at getting into Degenerate Ale's head than Degenerate Ale. <laughs> and it doesn't – well, in, in each matchup, just to give a slight preview, each matchup is a uh, is a sixty second round before any bonuses. Correct, Maniac? Yep, you have sixty seconds. Competitors play. Anyone who's played Papa Shot knows that you can trigger bonuses throughout the throughout the course of the game. If a if a player scores thirty points, they will cue the Labat Blue bonus time, the LBBT. That is an extra portion, three points per uh, bucket, and there's even there are maybe even an extra double round of those if you if you play your cards right or in this case, shoot your hoops right. That's right. And in 60 seconds, you know, when you when you think about it, it doesn't seem like that long. But when oh, you're it's trying long. to fire shot after shot, I mean, it, it, I could see people getting gassed, maybe endurance being an issue there. Yep. But, yeah, really, really excited to see how the matchups shake out. Excited for the opportunity to compete for the Cup. And, yeah, keep it locked here for, for all the Papa Shot of Palooza content coming out very soon. Awesome. Most definitely. Big Shout weekend. out Labatt Blue. Big weekend ahead. Enjoy responsibly. Sweet 16, Elite Eight. There's still more Buffalo Bracket regions and first-round matchups to play out. Um, that's sponsored by Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? The place to buy a case. And guys, I think that's it. It's still 70 degrees outside. Get outside. Enjoy a cocktail. Huge weekend ahead. You know the seasons are changing when we're wrapping an episode of Trainwreck tonight live, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all the fans here, and it's still light out, boys. Yep. Still light, 70 degrees, and so much to look forward to. So thanks again for everybody for tuning in. Thanks for all the voters who are contributing to the Buffalo Bracket. Keep it locked right here for the Papa Shot of Palooza. 
Maniac, did you have anything to add before? I just, want, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. Summer Hemphill coming back to UB. Let's go. Lock, Mac championship lock. Yep. Yo, yeah, it's a Sabres game night, Code Sox. Here we go. <laughs> That's what I'm fired up for. Hour and six minutes away. Yep. Let's go. Says it all right here, folks. Yep. Train wreck. I'm brand hockey. Oh, oh, oh and there nice. it goes. There's the Sabres yep. bucket. Here we go. The train wreck head is off, and the man and the Sabres head is on for Maniac. It's it's game night. Good night now.